Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Would prefer an RC Cola. So my mom makes rum with. RC Cola is kind of good. I grew up on it. So child of an alcoholic, I wouldn't get the fresh RC, but her flat RC, <laughs> I could have the flat RC. <laughs> so like I would drink the flat RC after she got the fresh like two liter of RC for her fucking mixed drink, and I could finish the flat RC in the other bottle. And so I kind of grew up on flat RC at her house for a while. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could have gotten the fizzy stuff, but she was just like, no, you can have this one. So I'd go fucking pour a cup of the flat one. I remember when I was a little kid, like really wanting virgin daiquiris and being like wanting my stepmom to make a daiquiri. that should make me a virgin one. And so I was like basically encouraging my stepmother to drink. <laughs> I was like, don't you want that thing again? Yes. So on tonight's Alcoholic episode, parent stories. Yeah. Alcohol in the household as a child. Where did it begin? <laughs> I know where it ended. They were giving me foam off the top of beers from the kegerator when I was like four or five. That's a weird thing to do. It was like, just get the foam. And so, like, they were they left... using you as like a foam sucker? Maybe. I mean, the dog, they gave the dog beer once or twice in a bowl, and it was a boxer that couldn't swim. So, like, once, like, they put him in the, like, he would just sink to the bottom, so my dad would have to jump in and get the boxer out of the shallow end of the pool. It, he would just fucking sink. Weird. Yeah, his name was Doobie. I think they found him on the side of a road, so, I mean, he was just like, he was a freebie. He was a good dog. He'd been eating rocks before that, and now he sinks to the bottom of the pool. Well, my mom had a friend from the Postal Service who had a dog that looked like that. I did not yet know what a boxer was, so his boxer's name was Doobie. I did not yet know what a Doobie was either. They bring this dog to my grandparents' house. I'm like, Doobie. His name's Doobie. So I got to name a dog Doobie at a very young age. Did you know why you named it Doobie? Because my mom had a friend with a dog that looked like that, so that dog had to have the same name. Ah, uh -huh. yeah, like kind of cranky. Like constipated. Oh, you know, the boxer face. Yeah, that's what it was like. They got like half a nose. Yeah, my mom has one. Yeah, I grew up with Doobie. Then there was Bandit, but he was a little shit. He was like Chow Labrador mix. My mom's Chow. dog is fat now. Yeah? It's only two. Ooh. How'd you make it fat? And then she got mad at me for body shaming it, and I was like, your dog is going to die a horrible death. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What'd you watch this week? I watched Oli's with goodies. I wanted to brag to you. I wanted to brag to you. And it's let not you... a bragging contest. No, I wanted to brag to you that I finished <laughs> Arnold finally, but I was oh. <laughs> unable to finish the third fucking episode. I got to where the Me Too moment happened during his uh, his gubernatorial run. Oh, okay. You didn't even get to the, the maid child. No, I, they're right there because they're talking about the Me Too stuff, but it kind of surged him in the polls instead of going against him. But I can tell that that was going to go further. That's when they talk about it, right? No, it's later. So let's just say this. I haven't finished Arnold, but I'm not going to talk about it on here ever again, but I will finish yeah. it. Um, How many times can Frank talk about not finishing a three-episode TV show? Well, it's because I'm torn. So here's the deal. <sighs> Do you feel like you know too much about celebrities now as compared to like 10, 15 years ago? Do you think that's a problem knowing too much about celebrities? Uh, I think it's a problem if you care. But, like, I don't emotionally invest in artists' lives. Well, we live in this world with, you know, political turmoil, opinions everywhere. And, I, you know, there's this guy who is, like, an icon. And his story really is, like, a crazy fucking story. But, like, is he a good guy? Like, is he, is he really a, a good guy? I want to love Arnold, but I'm like, man, is this guy really like the epitome of what I dislike? Um, I don't care. Yeah, really. you don't, so I really don't care. You don't care. No. So, and it's not just with Arnold. It's like, how would I feel about some of these? Like, I had a problem with one of the main stars in the movie that we're talking about this evening. I got over it for it, and we'll get into that. But it's, I just feel like if I would have not known these things about this person, maybe I wouldn't feel this way. Because I do care. I can't turn it off. I care. So 
I loved Arnold's story, and I like you know I know there's this shady shit coming, but you know you get through part one, part two, and you're like, man, this guy like he lived the American dream, you know, foreigner came over here bodybuilder big sexy man he goes from that to like entertainment then into movies and you know the guy went into you know planet hollywood making all that money but then when it comes to politics it's like wow that's that's not what i'm feeling like i can't worry about everything in the world you can't live a truly ethical life at all like no one can you can't do good all the time it's impossible to do it is. And, you know, for me, it's like, I know I did some stupid ass shit when I was young. And now I'm like, God, you're a fucking idiot. But some of these guys that are in the spotlight, it's like they're they're still doing things later in life. You know, I'm I'm one to be like, I, I take the age into account. <laughs> well, me. I don't even mean the, the like, I don't mean for them to live an ethical life. I mean, for me, like, I can't choose to not support and research everyone's politics and what they've done in their life and be like oh i shouldn't have laughed at that because this person is this way you know like anything like that it's not worth well that's i'm not out there looking for the scandal i'm just saying when everything's just fucking thrust at you but with the arnold thing like i mean i'm still interested it's kind of like watching the cuba gooding jr oj simpson show oh like i saw that shit happen in real time. I thought you were going to talk about radio. No. and that, <laughs> and, But then, like, I watched the People versus O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it because it happened in my life. And that's why I wanted to watch the Arnold documentary. Is that the one with David Schwimmer? Yes. Okay. I didn't, He's Kardashian. Yeah. I didn't make it all the way. It was a good miniseries. Really, yeah. really good. Okay. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't finish Arnold. I won't talk about it anymore. Oh, good. <laughs> but I did watch some. I, I watched Screamers. Oh fuck yeah! It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. Yeah. Currently, Peter Weller. Yeah, man, it's aged a little. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's aged. But I love some of the concepts. Did not know that was based on a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah, he did everything. He did everything good. He did fucking everything good. Is based off of one of his short stories or one of his like. It's just he covered sci-fi as yeah. a whole. He was the greatest sci-fi writer of all time. Everything. I'm still learning. Has things. never been topped. I don't think he will. How can you top that? Because he was fucking nuts. He thought people were watching him. See, I don't know these things. Yeah. That's why. He's that's so where it, good. They, everything is so amazing. Anyway, and then I did. It was time for Aliens again. I've been thinking about watching Aliens. It was time for Aliens again. Um, I did Alien like twice in the last six months. So I was like, watch Aliens. It's been at least six months. <laughs> continuity and Aliens, man. You found a continuity error? Couple. Really? One of them was they were pretty good with the acid splash on the kills. You know, like, ah, you know, like. Well, I mean, you know, James Cameron, he can't make a perfect movie. He's got to half-ass the writing, spend (laughs) too much time on special effects. There's a scene where Hudson, R.I.P. Bill Paxton, it's when uh, Ripley and Newt are trying to get away from the two face grabbers that were released by Burke in the lab. Finally, when she turns on the sprinkler, it's like, fire in there, they go in there. So Hudson is fucking, He's like holding the table with one leg to pin it against the wall like how Newt had it. And he's shooting it, right? Dude, it is showing that shit splatter everywhere. But somehow none of that like residual acid gets on him. That's just where it started. Because I'm like, okay, let's give, him a, let's give him a pass. Critical part of the movie. Everybody's dying. Ripley, Hicks, and Newt are making the escape. Well, what's it? Gorman and Vasquez, boom, right? The blast is what knocks Newt down. It shows Hicks put the fucking gun across to stop the vent wheel. You know what I mean? When they're first walking in there, Ripley's foot just touches it and it like spins back the other direction a little. Oh. Like it was that loose. It's like in It's Jurassic- weird that we've seen it that many times and this is the first time it's It just it it stuck out like it was right there in front of me, man, like a goddamn, I don't know, bright light. It was just right there. Um, did you see anything new in- instead of like me just hanging on to the oldies? I mean, not anything to Right home about uh, mostly just watching TV shows that I've been watching. Uh, I started watching Dark Matter again. Oh, I never did that. It was a sci-fi channel show. Yeah, I remember the cover. Yeah, I liked it. (laughs) I remember the cover. (laughs) And then I didn't finish it, and I know it got prematurely canceled. So, Did you ever do that one, The Strain, or something like that? Yeah, I did The Strain. Was that okay? It was all right. Okay. I read the books, too. Guillermo del Toro wrote the books with Chuck Hogan. Yeah, by the way... uh. MGM Plus is not free. Season one of From is not free. No, it was when I watched it. Not for me. I tried. I was sat down. I committed to it. And I was like, motherfucker. 
Oh, weird. Yeah. But I think I'm going to try and plan something out and just see what else is on there and get it again for like a month or two. I really want to watch From. Dude, I made the decision to watch it. I sat down and I was going to do it. Oh, man. I want you to be proud of that. Yeah, get a trial of it. You, yeah. you could finish it pretty quick. Well, I already did the trial. Oh, you did the trial of MJM Plus? Or wait, what did we do that had a... Uh... AMC. Oh, we did AMC. Yeah. Everything shouldn't be called Plus is the bottom fucking line. Thank you. Come that... up with new fucking names. You know, thank you. That makes a lot of sense, and that makes me feel better about just blah, blah, blah. You know what I yeah. just did? Okay, cool. I didn't fuck up. It's their fault. Too many pluses. Too Apple many pluses. Plus... Apple TV Plus. And I fucking did horrible at algebra, so fuck you. X equals fuck off. PEMDAS. <laughs> PEMDAS. Like Just wait till your daughter starts doing math. You're going to be so fucking confused. That is not the same anymore. No. Have you seen how they make them do simple math? It's this whole broken out process. They have to teach it that way. That's because teaching a child math isn't about teaching them math. It's about teaching them how to think. So it, it teaches you to think in a like logical or non-linear way have you seen how long this new process is yeah it's probably the same as anything else i'm lacking in math dude no i'm gonna have to find somebody to help her hopefully i'm horrible that's what i was getting at yeah i'm fucking trash (laughs) you're gonna have to hire a 15 year old to do that shit yeah you want some geography you know history trivia yeah if you need someone to teach you math you have to find a 15 year old if you need someone to get you lsd you have to find a 15 year old Nah, they're into just different shit these days. But it was true. If you have Paramount, you have Showtime. I I watched Becky on Paramount through Showtime for free. Our Showtime is locked on Paramount. I checked. It's locked. And I know that the person that we go through has the premium one. That's weird. Because I verified that if you have it, you have Showtime. Showtime I'll look is again. free with Paramount. I'll look again. There's a small chance I'm getting it mixed up with Peacock, but I'm pretty sure I did look. We had this, I don't know if you've listened to the last episode that went up, but we had this conversation and you got very confused and you started bringing up Peacock for no reason. If you have Paramount, you have Showtime for free. See, I don't know because I found out the well, hard you way don't about MGM Plus. for Paramount, so I guarantee you, I pay, I pay for Paramount. I don't pay for any extras or bells and whistles on it or anything like that. I just have normal fucking Paramount. Look, our Paramount people that we're piggybacking off of, we're the only other ones. There's two of us. Well, still, I'm I'm not saying that you don't, but I didn't add on any services for Paramount, and I have Showtime. All of the Showtime movies are just mixed into Paramount. But no, for sure. If you have Paramount, Showtime is free. I'll double check. You don't have to double check. I'm telling you right now. Here, wait, hold it on. is. I'm going to set an alarm to make a note to double check i'll just show you right now hold on let me let me text home god dude i've got some fucking weird movies in my search history on imdb i think watching the movie that we watched this week sent me down some holes and then i forgot to look up everything i wanted to find on the movie that we watched (laughs) paramount price hiked and added showtime for free this is vanity fair Oh, well, that's a liberal publication. Dude. And the gonna... Showtime app will be shut down by the end of 2023. Look, you see how they put the blue before the red? That's that's showing you right there, that liberal <laughs> propaganda. Well, you see the blue first. I wouldn't keep saying if it if it wasn't true. <laughs> so, Becky, the movie we watched this week, is available on Paramount+. Plus. It's on Hulu And also Showtime, Showtime if you're an idiot and you pay for that, too. It's on Hulu, not Showtime. It's on Hulu. It's not, you pay for Showtime through Hulu, even though you have it for free. Yes, but movies, Paramount Plus. But movies on Hulu that are on Showtime have the Showtime icon in the bottom right. Uh, this does not. So this is Lulu on Hulu. Becky, Lulu on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, she's in it. So what'd you think of it? I fucking loved it. This was a movie that I wanted to watch for over when a we year. First started it's, this. Podcast. I can say over a year. And Frank didn't want to watch it because of who was in the movie. Look, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just not a huge fan of Kevin James. The only movie I've watched with Kevin James in it was I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. So that's why you hate him? No. Do you hate him because of Paul Blart Mall Cop? There's just several reasons. And I just feel like he's not a nice person. That's fair. I don't like that Sandler sticks him in roles he clearly wrote for Farley. Yes. Which has been discussed on several platforms. Really? Yes. I be- Yeah. You can see. It's just it, something I like fucking certain- noticed. Like, I was like, that part was written for Chris Farley, and Kevin James is not doing a good job of filling the shoes. 
Unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure I've seen that in, in a couple different areas. Areas? The no-nos and the nay-nays. Describe it to me. The Nita Wandas? Show me on the doll where they're at. The bad man touched my no-no. I loved this, too. I can't wait to watch the sequel. I want to rent the sequel right away, kind of. I told Olympia she needs to fucking watch Becky. Do you want to do the sequel next week? <sighs> I kind of do. It's on Amazon to rent? Yes. Is it like 12 or is it like a good five ninety nine? dollars It's a good question. Let's look right now. Pause. Pause. Four ninety nine. Bam. Purchase for $13. I fucking love this movie, though. I didn't read any reviews of it because I saw that it had just a plain 6.0 on everything. And I was like, if I read reviews of this, it's going to make me angry. Yeah, I didn't want to. And I got past the Kevin James thing. I was like, just get past it. I mean, I think I think fucking Lulu's going to go on to do some shit, man. Dude, she's going to be really good. Yeah, I think she's going to go on to do some really good shit. I think she's going to make some good choices. I bet she's going to get a ton of offers. You know, hopefully she does. God, I hope they pick her up and she gets in that flow. If you know what I mean? If she keeps doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. like just this and Worm alone, not she, to mention the Haunting Hill House. Well, and her performances are great and she's got those eyes. She can do a lot with those eyes in movies, man. Those eyes are going to take her a long way in movies. Just her expressions, the way, like that's a look. That's one of those Hollywood things. And that dance at the end of Worm. <laughs> the dance at the end of Worm. You know, and what's weird, I've been talking to people throughout the week about this, and I'm like, she was one of the kids in Haunting of Hill House. You know, I'm like, I feel like that's where people might recognize her. I feel That's like- where we would, but that would be hard for other people. More people watched Haunting of Hill House than you think. I've noticed that, like, I talk to people about stuff, and I don't know if it's because there's so much stuff now mm-hmm. or what, but nobody remembers little weird details like that like we do. No. There's a couple people out there. Yeah. They're out there. There are other people like us though yeah i feel like i spend half my life just explaining what i'm talking about well it's you know people still watch network tv that's true they do i just can't the can't sitcoms watch fucking commercials man Fuck well, that. cable sitcoms yet man. i do it on youtube constantly i just feel like you know another decade or two people are gonna be like remember when there were tv shows on tv Oh, those are the good old days. And people are going to talk about like tool time and cheers and fucking <laughs> tool time home improvement. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> you know what I mean, man. Yeah. I feel like this was people kept saying this was home alone. I think this is die hard. <laughs> Just like I think home alone is die hard. <laughs> I still like to go to the Family Guy episode where they were like, what if home alone took place in the real world? I will agree that this was a John Wick movie. I love that she had that, Becky had that inner fucking rage, man. Just the survival instinct. So I watched it twice. Did you? Yeah. I just threw it on while I was working on the episode, mm-hmm. looking up trivia and stuff like that. And so the second time I watched it, I noticed that they kind of drop hints that she's not the most stable in the beginning of the movie. Like the whole lead up to the action, mm-hmm. you do get the vibe, like, She's fucking shoplifting and stuff, you know? She's all zoned out while she's getting bullied. Yeah. Like a fucking sociopath. Like she's not even there. Yeah. I think you kind of chalk that up to, like, depression or something, but I think it's something else. How about the comparison, like, the school hall to the prison yard? I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) Becky is being bullied at school, and her relationship with her father, Jeff, is strained by losing her mother to cancer a year earlier. On what Becky thinks is a father-daughter weekend away, Jeff's girlfriend Kayla and her young son Ty arrive, and over dinner they announce that they are getting married. Not really a good uh, way to break to your daughter whose mom died only a year ago that you're going to get remarried to a woman she clearly doesn't like in front of the woman. In front of the woman in the lake house that, oh, we're not going to sell it. By the way, though, I'm marrying her. I'm not sure that Jeffrey is such a great father. And granted, he might be kind of fucked up, but this seems like a, a rash decision and a poor fucking parenting choice. Well, he he just had to move out of another town where he news came out that he was sleeping with the babysitter. I see what you did there. <laughs> to make things worse, when Becky and her dog Diego head off to be alone at her fort in the woods, escaped neo-Nazi prisoners led by the skinhead King of Queens show up looking for a key they'd hidden in the basement long ago. But the key is no longer hidden in the basement. It's in Becky's fort. And spoilers from here on out, when they kill Becky's father and their other dog, Dora, Becky has nothing left to lose. She's out for fucking white supremacist blood. And she takes that shit. 
She does. And you know what? Did you notice that shit hit right at the halfway mark of the movie? Yes. I have some writer shit to say about what, how I liked how this movie was structured. I I was really feeling it. Like, And I, I just want to apologize for making you wait over a year Um, over my, you know, just... I don't even know what to call it. It's more than a distaste. I just... I've never been interested in the guy movies the guy's been in. I'm sorry. I think that mostly the reason I hold a grudge against him was because I know that Observe and Report leaked, mm-hmm. like the script leaked. The other movie studio pushed out Paul Blart. Ahead we, yeah, of we've it. talked about this. Yeah, before. and to participate in that seems fucking shady. And you know, not but ju- I don't know the guy or anything. Not just my history of being a security officer. <laughs> God damn it. Drew me to observe and report more. Observe and report was sad, man. I've watched that movie multiple times over the last few years. Like, it is dark. It's very dark. Anna Faris, Seth Rogen, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's in that shit. And there's something else about, like, Paul Blart spitting in that face. You know, it's like, I feel like observe and report, it's like... A sad movie about a dumb guy, you know? Mm-hmm. By the end, it's like it's like the goon, you know? It has that kind of tone to it, where it has, like, heart, and it's kind of sad and gross. Mm-hmm. But I can appreciate that. Yes, me it's too. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, and so I, I think that's where I get my rage about Paul Blart. Becky was slated for premiere at Tribeca Film Fest in April 2020, but the release was postponed until June for some reason, you know? COVID, baby. <laughs> It was a COVID baby. It ended up premiering digitally and releasing in 45 drive-in theaters. The film was directed by Jonathan Millett and Carrie Murnian, and the screenplay was written by Nick Morris, Lane Sky, and Ruckus Sky. Not many movies written by that many people are this good. It was really, yeah, because the ones that we come across where we think something got lost in the writing, it's where it switched hands several times. Yeah, and I don't know that this one necessarily switched hands or if it was written all together because I couldn't find anything about it. Like the collaboration was just really on point? Well, clearly two of these people are brothers. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, it could just be a coincidence, dude. Sky's a very common last name. Oh, yeah. Ruckus, <laughs> even more common. I feel like you got the name Ruckus, dude. Like, you better fucking bring your shit he all the time. He looks like he's named Ruckus. Fuck, I gotta, gotta check that out. Uh, Becky stars Lulu Wilson as Becky, Kevin James as Dominic, Joel McHale as Jeff, Robert Millay as Apex, Amanda Bruegel as Kayla. I have a lot to say about her. Did you did you find stuff on Amanda Bruegel? I've known who she was for a long time. She was in Kim's Convenience, and I fucking love that show. See, okay, I okay, I thought that would be, but did you see the other things? Yes. Yeah, a lot, and one of well, them. I mean, she was in Infinity Pool, which she, we did we last just week. watched. Isaiah Rockcliffe as Ty. Ryan McDonald is Cole, and James McDougal is Hammond. Simon Pegg was originally cast as Dominic, but due to scheduling conflict, he was replaced by Kevin James a month later. That is a very significant swap. Yes, it is. You know, Simon Pegg, well, you know, slimmer, taller, you know, man. And then, you know, you've got Kevin James, who was a football player in his youth. I wasn't sure I wanted to point that out. What? Because I think this movie would have just been skyrocket phenomenal. If this was Simon Pegg. <laughs> I, for the character, you can see how the, how Kevin James worked in, the, it worked in there. He did good. I think he just was good for it, though. Like, he fit fine in that role. I had trouble blocking the feelings. It's okay, though. I think there was a little bit of just, like, that's Kevin James. That kept happening to me throughout the movie, where I would be like, I can't be scared of you, you're Kevin James. Well, I mean, it's the first time Kevin James has ever played a dramatic role, and the first time he's ever been the villain... Unless, of course, you count Paul Blart Mob Cop. And I do. <laughs> Seth Rogen all the way. God, that movie was fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this one or Observe and Report? Observe and Report. Yeah, yeah. This movie was fucking nuts as well, but like in a very entertaining way. I did not expect this to be this gory. Very gory. This was like Green Room gory. Also, I mean, Green Room had... Patrick Stewart playing a fucking neo-Nazi on top of that. So this was like Green Room and Die Hard and John Wick all mixed together. It tasted good. (laughs) Went down nice. The fucking score was phenomenal. It's not something I point out every time with a movie, except for Swiss Army Man. But the score to this movie, I thought was really, really good and really appropriate and gave it the right tone. And there were other movies that this sort of reminded me of. There were so many like, oh, this reminds me of this that Mm -hmm. was happening throughout the whole movie. Like from Home Alone to I Spit on Your Grave. (laughs) 
again, I apologize for making you wait so long to watch it because I thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of this movie. There wasn't a single moment of hesitation. Like I said, I, I had to overcome my feelings towards Kevin James, but it's fine because the movie just completely made up for it. The match shots in the beginning of the movie, too, where it was going from high school to prison mm -hmm. and the way it would transition back and forth through it and parallel the two of them was really cool. Yeah. And I like that they carried some of those match shots into the later parts of the movie. Like when she's talking to him on the radio. And it's almost like they're standing right next to each other. Yes. I that's like right. That that's a right. Lot. Yeah, no, that was very tasteful. Talking on the radio like die hard. Yeah. You know, I thought for sure with the whole two way radio thing, at some point he was gonna find her by doing the beep beep. You know, because if somebody has theirs on and like he said, they weren't far away, you can do the noise to the other one. I thought that that was going to come in somewhere. It didn't. I'm glad it didn't. Everything. No, the pace of this movie kept me from starting to think about things like that. Yeah, I wasn't second-guessing shit. I really wasn't trying to come up with my own story. Just that was probably the only moment where I was like, oh, man, please don't let him like find her in like some critical moment where she needs to be hiding because he does the beep-beep. That would have been too obvious, I think. Because, yeah, nothing about this was super obvious. And when they would do some like little kid shit, they would pay it off with ultra gore <laughs> i love how dark they made becky yeah she is not a good person <laughs> becky had some fucking rage issues from losing mom um and a beautiful voice yeah and just fucking i wonder if that was really her i bet so i hope so yeah i mean uh you know the way she's playing the ukulele in the scene with the mom i feel like that's maybe a hobby that she had and they were like let's work it in there like the, the way arnold works in the cigar <laughs> yeah Sorry. Or the way Brad Pitt eats in every fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. The mom thing. Can I just say one thing about the mom thing? That was like somewhat of a highlight video she was watching on her phone, wasn't it? It did sort of feel like that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'd edited together the kids these days. They yeah. got technology. There he is. They got all the apps. They can make all the video cuts they need to just right there on their phone i was just like man that is like that's some shit right there i'm not fucking knocking it i was just like well there were lots of little weird threads with the cold open mm -hmm. where she says well he had an orange camouflage shirt like you were like looking for that orange camouflage shirt afterwards which was sort of a misdirect because it wasn't necessarily the person you were like you know it wasn't kevin james character yeah my mind first associated well they're in a prison it's the orange jumpsuits that's what that was my first yeah and then when you saw the guy and then i was like i recognize that fucking guy i looked him up he's a fucking scientist in fringe cole yes yes i had to yeah look him he's up like the the scientist guy at massive dynamic well, the young scientist i didn't make too many notes but he's in some other things as well that i'm sure seen. yeah he's yeah. good yeah he's one of those guys like he's like the guy who played daniel faraday in uh lost the little scientist guy who comes later and he, he's in so many movies he's in solaris he's in uh what was that christian bale war movie with uh steve zahn christian bale war? rescue dawn rescue he was, dawn he was in that too i may never have seen rescue dawn it's all right mm. it's fine it's in that era of christian bale doing like kind of just tepid movies amanda bruegel though yeah she is popping up in an array of things and I didn't do Handmaid's Tale, but she's in Handmaid's Tale? She's in Handmaid's Tale. She was in Kim's Convenience. She's the pastor mm -hmm. at their church. So I also saw she was in Orphan Black. Yeah. She popped up at some point in season four, I think, is when they're in the camp. Uh-huh. But what impressed me was one of her oldest movies, which we did just talk about recently, Jason X. She was in fucking Jason X? She was in Jason Man, X. And I don't think I scrolled that far back. So, she, yeah, I went ahead. Once I started seeing, like, you know, like every couple movies, I was like, no way. No way. She's got some really cool fucking movies under her belt, dude. And There's a shocking amount of cast members from Andromeda with Kevin Sorbo mm -hmm. in Jason X. Oh. I think maybe somebody who directed episodes of Andromeda. Andromeda was made from... An old Gene Roddenberry mm. script from way back in the day. Roddenberry. It's like a fancy jam. That's um, boysenberry. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. But uh, this cast was great. Fuck it. I, I liked them all. I think everybody did their part. Joel McHale, I could have done without in this particular movie, I think, though. I think the, the only person who was slightly miscast was Joel McHale, and it's because I have a hard time having any sort of sympathy for him. I love him. Don't get me wrong. I think that 
he better was served in assassination uh, nation assassination nation community who he is on talk soup you know like it's hard to be like because i literally was like this is way too fucking soon for you to marry (laughs) another person and don't get me wrong grieve however the fuck you want but like this is the wrong way to deal with your daughter and then to like trapper like we're gonna i'm gonna pull you out of school i'm gonna take you to a lake house surprise my girlfriend and her son are here and oh will you take this kid to the lake with you and babysit him fuck no oh and then i'm at dinner we're gonna act like you're the bitch and we're to fucking <laughs> spring on you that we're gonna get married your mom has only died a year ago i just watched fucking shrinking a year is not long enough no 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 and it's the type of you know creepy ass dad low-key fucking the babysitter that's joel McHale. that's what i'm saying yeah but like having and the I kind say... of sympathy for him like i could almost be like i mean i think you fucked this girl up a little bit i didn't think you'd want to talk about this aspect of it but that was one of my first notes was he waited one year to remarry and i thought you would think it was petty that i would bring that up i get it so it in my fucking writer brain yeah like i'm like okay this guy's wife was dying for a long time mm-hmm it was probably kind of a relief when she finally died. Like, not in a, like, I wish she was gone, but, like, I am carrying this around, and it's over. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about that. It's dark. But I get it as a character flaw. And then maybe he, he meets this other woman, and her husband died, too. And they're Together, they're grieving. But maybe she was the realtor that he was talking to to sell the But I don't give a fuck. Your first home. responsibility is to your fucking daughter. Yeah, who's already pretty angsty. Yeah, and so if you're going through some shit, that's fine. But you need to make sure you're not raising a fucking psychopath because you kind of are. (laughs) And you need to deal with that. Also, you have some very menacing dogs, which I appreciate because I volunteer with dogs. Big, scary dogs are wonderful fucking people. But the cocktail of your household is weird. Yeah. They had the dogs before the mom died. The mom seemed like she was a fine mother as far as a dying person goes. I don't know. Well, and of course, they movies where they kill a fucking dog. Here, here's the thing. I don't like seeing it, mm-hmm. but it also fucking super emotionally affects me. Mm-hmm. So it's always a good move. You do a couple things to make me sympathize for a character. You kill one of their parents, mm-hmm. and you have my sympathy. You kill their fucking dog. And you have all of it. So... Since we're talking about the dogs, I we can I want to skip ahead in the story. The dog in the fort the whole time that was fucking brilliant. It was yeah. such a distraction, but so simple. And I've never seen that where where the guys kept coming up to the door. Yeah, because you've got this massive ass dog in there, looks vicious as fuck. But they don't have to kill the dog. But the dog is like it's definitely like a distraction, or you know, it, it takes them away from their objective. The dog just, it serves such a key role being locked in that fucking fort. Yeah, and apparently it has a key role in the next movie, too. Really? Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. I would say don't watch a trailer. The trailer told me too much about the next movie, and I can't wait to see it. I'm not going to, but I really do. Yeah, so we're going to do it, right? Yeah, we're going to do the part two next time. Part two next time. Right off the bat. Yeah, I'm not going to make Scott wait a year. I really like that they named the dogs Dora the Explorer character. (laughs) Dora D. Tick, tick. Did you ever have to watch that show in the presence of a child? No. When she blinks, it makes a sound. It goes tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Once you notice, it drives you fucking crazy, man. Yo soy Dora. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I never had to do that much Dora. Like, our little one never got that into it. There are also some things about the movie that like, I hope get explained over the course of the Becky series, however many movies this ends up being. What the fuck is the key for? What is the key going to be for? Are they going to go super fucking crazy? Like, is there a fucking, like, cult, like, just associated with the Nazis? Like, I do know that some of the negative reviews of it are mm-hmm. people who were like, they didn't answer any of my questions. Maybe now's not the time. And if it's a series. <laughs> because that's what I want to know. Is Sean William Scott coming back for the key? Is that is that what's going on? Sean William Scott? Sean William Scott is the bad guy in the next movie. We've talked about this in the last yes, episode. Yes, sorry. <laughs> um, no, so I thought we were still talking about somebody coming back. 11 days of work is literally wiping your brain clean. In case anybody cares, I've worked 11 days straight. I'm not as strong as I once was. I'm fucking exhausted. 
Last week, three different people in one day were like, you look tired. Yeah, and your butthole's all stretched out. Nah, but I am sitting on my nuts a lot because it's so hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> Got that fucking draggy nut syndrome, dude. You gotta DNS. get those Saks underwear with the nice little things. Uh, keep your balls not, away from your fucking legs. No restriction, dude. You're made for Texas. I, I'm not paid for this endorsement. Saks underwear. S-A-X-X. Just where boxers let them breathe. It's Texas. Nobody wears boxers after they're 18 years old. I'm going on 39. <laughs> yeah, no cargo shorts. <laughs> these are these were tan. They're now white. I need more than three pairs of shorts. How'd you like fucking Apex? Apex is a fucking giant, man. I've seen that guy in some other stuff. I didn't look to see what he was in. He's been in some stuff where he's like heavily in makeup, too. Because they just need a big figure. Yeah, he's going to be like one of those David Lynch guys, like the tall man. Well, he's got. he seems like he's got the giant in him. You know, the facial structure, the hands. Yeah, he's going to be one of those guys that has a heart attack at 55 years I old. Know, damn, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, big guys, it? they go down so fucking early. They do. They're car- so their heart sad to me. Yeah. They, they can't feel their feet, man. Although that tall man, he's still kicking. Lurch from the Adams family. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's still alive. Awesome. Wow. And he's got to be up there. He's like 70. Yeah. Fuck. That's awesome, though, because, you know, you always go back to that Guinness book, the old, old guy, yeah. the black and white pictures. Can't feel his fucking feet, though. <laughs> Well, hey, at least, you know, custom shoes are easier to come by these days, hopefully. Somebody wants to be on social media for making them. Look at what we did. We hooked him up. What we did was we took a scan. We threw it in our 3D printer. We get this going. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, be sure to reach out to us. You Tell know. man, Feige, when you're on the other side. I'm not going to go off into a rant about something else. <laughs> God, that was going to totally lead me down a different way. Special shoes. Um, so, you know, you not feeling Joel McHale. How'd you feel about the torture at the fire pit? I didn't feel all that bad for him. It wasn't hitting me. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I felt for Becky. I felt for Becky because you're this 13 year old girl who lost your mom. Yeah. Like, well, what I was worried was that Becky was going to end up in foster care. (laughs) (laughs) Becky would fuck that foster house up, though. Yeah. And I feel like this lady needs to fucking adopt Becky. I I would like like that to happen. A few years. But it's like a whole, like, you can live with us and I will be your guardian, but I won't fuck with you either. You have the basement. I understand why you wouldn't want to, though. Don't piss her off. She will fucking kill you. Yeah, I didn't feel for I didn't feel for dad. No, and I love Joel McHale. I have nothing bad to say about Joel McHale. Uh, he's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this movie. Part of was me I th- was like, he's in it. Cool. This movie was pretty fucking raw at times, but part of me thought she would go back later and talk to him like when he was dead. Roll him over and he'd be like, <gasps> yeah, I and when kind it of appreciate ha- that it didn't. Happen. I know. I was so glad it didn't happen. I was leaving the door open, though. I was leaving the door open because it's Joel McHale. And while he was in it, 35, 40 minutes. Honestly, once she started stabbing Cole with that ruler and it got so gory. Mm-hmm. And we're talking at the fucking midpoint is when we get the thing we're sold for this movie. Yeah. And they still did it well, because normally the thing you come for in a movie when you're like, oh, you took John Wick's dog? Like, mm-hmm. that's when we cross the threshold into part four where it's what we came to see, you know? This is when Neo learns Kung Fu. But we didn't get to that until part, like, six is when Morpheus gets taken. But that's when fucking Becky becomes Becky. <laughs> she puts the hat on. She gets the blood on her face. Oh, she dude. stabs the motherfucker with her school supplies. And you know she didn't take Cole's gun. That was pointed out on IMDb as a goof. No, it, it was an obvious thing that should have happened. Was she no. should have taken the gun? And I don't think she should have. No, this was. She was resourceful, and and while she didn't have a plan, she knew that she had to. She wanted revenge. And people comparing it to Home Alone because of the boat dock scene. Where she sets the traps. I don't think that's a fair comparison because she sets one trap, really. And her trap was fucking next level compared to Kevin McAllister's trap. Her trap was fucking definitely rated R. Also, it didn't fully kill the guy. And so she had to fucking beat him with a board with nails in it. Yeah. And then luckily he couldn't swim. And it's gratuitous. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. You, yeah, two nails to the head. He probably would have bled out, or that's going to cause something. But not right away. Like, let's be real about it. Like, people get shot in movies all the time, and it's like, oh, boom. And oh, kudos on the boat prop thing because that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> it it's always I've been in the water. I've been in lakes. You know what I mean. I've been around boats at times in my life uh, for an extended period of time. 
it's always a fear. You know, you don't want to get fucking sucked into that propeller. Well, we knew a guy in high school. He fucking got his foot caught in a boat prop. He had scars. He looked was mangled around his ankle. See, yeah. I mean, I've been drunk as shit in the water really close to him, but I was always careful. You're always aware, but uh, it's always a fear, yeah. you know? Um, but then the look on her face, she does the, she did evil well. What was it? I was like, you put on that toboggan, you know it's time for business. When she fucking gouged his fucking eye out with the key? <laughs> well, that was fresh. That was right after dad kill. Yeah. But just the reaction. You know, she didn't panic. She didn't cry. She didn't break. It was the rage came out and just like, fuck yeah. Well, I didn't even realize that it was going to get as gory as it was going to get. When Dude, they that showed happened. it come out. Yeah. And that was hardcore. But like, it wasn't until she started stabbing Cole that I was like, this is full on fucked up. And then by the time we get to the boat prop. I couldn't fucking believe what was happening. You know, she put on that hat, and I was like, ooh, evil Louise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> She took off her shoes, pressed her feet into the carpet. <laughs> Did the little kitty cat. Mm. Mm. The little warm-up. Mm. Yeah, a little... There you go. Need the bread. Need the bread. Let's talk about Apex for a second, where he bounces back and forth. It's a struggle. You know, what's right, what's wrong. He killed the two kids in the car. The white race just keeps pushing him on, which makes me wonder, what the fuck is this key for, man? Kevin James was like, he adopt. you know, he basically adopted these kids. Troubled kids. Those were like his minions. Where do you find an apex? Prison. No, he said for years. Do you think he got well, it they've in been prison? in prison for 54,538 <laughs> hours of planning. We're not singing songs from Rent, Okay. What we need to talk about here is at what point did he... The Somewhere in prison, for sure. Because if he hid the key in the house, probably before Becky's parents owned the place, mm-hmm. why was the key in the house? That was the other thing. It was owned by somebody that he knew? Or I get for vacant? a storytelling perspective, like, this is how we get him in the house. Mm-hmm. We need a reason to be there. But why that house? Yeah, and the key and the symbol on their hand is used by white supremacists, but it's not a white supremacist symbol. It's actually thought to have something to do with Odin. It goes back way further than fucking white supremacy. Well, I mean, like white a... supremacy, it goes all the way back, but it's a Germanic thing. Well, with that whole fucking swastika in, in different cultures, isn't that still used for other... Yeah, I guess it's just another thing that got adopted. But yeah. I don't know, there's something mystical about the key in my mind now. Like, that, they're like, what? what the fuck is it? Yeah, but I mean, like you're saying, it's a good... Uh, and what's it going to do for all the races? What What's that guy fucking talking about? Like, I don't know what's white supremacist reticent and what's a magical key and a, what's in the fucking box. And they have a plan. Oh, you think they're Cylons? No, but you can... <laughs> dude, but if they keep that key, like, so yeah, the second one, like, I don't, I'm not watching the trailer, but since you've told me... If the key doesn't get used, that's just leaving the door wide open for a third or more in the series, like like you mentioned. God, dude, that's genius. I mean, that's it right there. Just carry that shit. Just keep doing it well. That Becky was so fucking good. This movie I liked. I had fun watching this movie last night. I was excited once the shit started going down and everything came into shape. I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. How'd you like that super soaker scene? There's always this part of me, though. You ever put gasoline in plastic? Gasoline will eat through a lot of plastics. It could have been kerosene. It was in that big tin. It could have been. I mean, for a super soaker for a little while. It couldn't have been long. It would last a while. Like, I'll tell you, gasoline will eat right through, especially will eat through a Dixie cup. Like, you can't carry gas in a Dixie cup. Shit will fucking eat through it. But thicker plastics, you can can do it. I mean, fuck, look at the, look at gas cans, the plastic ones, you know, like, but just certain, and I'm like, is super soaker durable? I don't care. I loved it. It's a goddamn flamethrower, man. <laughs> it's a fucking super soaker flamethrower. Like, that's everybody's dream come true, right? Is that not on everybody's wish list? <laughs> um, but no, I was just waiting for her to fuck him up, and you knew it was coming. I love how she was so smart. I appreciate the little things that they threw in that made her just a kid, though. Because when she sets the trap with the dog in mm-hmm. the, the van, yeah. and then she hits him with the car, and then she doesn't know how to stop the car. Yes, Nice little touch. Nice little touch. Yeah, and I could say from experience that not everybody knows how to drive a car when they're 13, 14 years old. Or a van. Or a van that (laughs) belongs to your friend's mother's work. And you're very high. You get behind the wheel. 
You'd back directly into a neighbor's car. Sometimes all you you got to do is just back a van out of a driveway. Didn't know how to do that. It's okay. It's in the past. <laughs> we all we all move forward. No, um, and even when she's like making threats at the beginning, like I went to the neighbor's house, I called the police. They have guns. You know what I mean? It's the kid side. She had a plan, but she wasn't thinking it all the way through. She wasn't playing chess at the beginning. But she was quick on her feet. All these moves were gutsy moves. Me as a kid, I would have got killed, most likely. You know, I might have ran, just ran. Oh, for sure. And, uh, I mean, the wet bandits would be fucking dead. Oh, they'd be smoked. smoked. Not even by Becky, just by Kevin, what he did to them. Clearly, that would kill a man. And oh. it just happened to not do it at that time. <laughs> okay, we, you want to get into that? No, one day we're going to do <laughs> Home Alone versus Die Hard for Christmas. <laughs> It's probably going to happen this year. Okay, I'm down. How about the the lawnmower was almost the boat prop over again? It was, but I liked the way how it was a different kind of kill. And it was a different kind of lawnmower. You don't see that very often unless you're way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you've got like this, um, like a trailer deck behind like an ATV. and uh, But the cut, it took his fucking face off. Face off. You know, Dominique Swain was in a movie called Face Off. No, just playing. Just playing. But the cut, it was his face and it stopped like right about the throat. But then it, even like the skull wasn't completely like the skull slipped a little toward the brain. Because, you know, it's a blade. Just spinning, spinning, spinning. I like to think that the skull was just below the brain because it fell after that. I like that the brain was a bluish color and not. It wasn't a pink, gooey, like it didn't look like Krang from Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, let's hope that Seth Rogen puts that shit in that this new Ninja Turtles movie I saw him talking about it but I really haven't seen anything else outside of that I'm bucking for rated R Ninja Turtles movie that'd be fucking kind of cool I feel like we're going to get PG-13 but can we get a director's cut <laughs> can I still find a Blu-ray somewhere and then I love Apex's redemption arc where at the end he says the like Oh, and then she stops that like shit I, real quick. Yeah, like, I guess I've made up for my... I guess I've and, made and up. she just fucking shoots him. And see, so let's go back to Cole's gun. People bitched about that. No, she didn't want his fucking gun. But by the end of the movie... She killed him without hesitation. Without hesitation. But it was, it was... He was the giant. She fought a giant and won. She won the first battle. The real sociopath shit at the end of this movie is when she says the that they were looking for a Canadian quarter. Yes. And that she had thrown that quarter earlier in the movie. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was a Canadian quarter and that I saw that it was a Canadian quarter when she threw it, that's fucked up, man. That's premeditated right there. That is very, very quick thinking. Of course, she also should have had a cut on her nose. So who knows how long it passed before the social worker and the sheriff were interviewing her. How about her fucking rage scream right there at the end? It was insane. Okay, so I got goosebumps just saying it because that was like fucking awesome. Yeah, man, I was like, yeah. Like, if she keeps picking movies like this, oh my god, she's gonna be so fucking good. She could run that shit, and and she'll definitely be. You know, we were talking about how Mia Goth has found her her groove. Lulu definitely could find her groove and carry it a very long way. And she's only eighteen. She apparently received this script mm -hmm. when she was eleven. No shit. Yeah, and it took that long to get the movie made. Nah, man. I think she's going to fucking kill it. I hope she continues to do great things. And I like how that she gets cast like this eclectic, you know, like kind of off the wall, not your not your run-of-the-mill type of like teen, and then where that's going to go moving forward. And I like oh. that she was so different than the two other parts we've seen her in, in Haunting of Hill House, where mm -hmm. she's like the battened down sister. Yes. And she has she looks so different with brunette hair. Morpheus Yo's. Yes. Yes. You take the blue pill. Yes. You poop yourself. Yes. The red pill is Dayquil. It's not as strong as it used to be. <laughs> They're not. They're really not. I accidentally bought the tablets last time. Oh, my fuck my life. It's because they don't put Sudafed in it anymore. That was what it was. Everybody's got to fucking ruin it for everybody else. Just go to the pharmacy and buy Sudafed and get all fucking hyped up. Not trying to get on any fucking lists, all right? There was a little girl, and she had a little curl. Right in the middle of her forehead. 
And when she was good, she was very, very good. And when she was bad, she was horrid. This is something my grandmother used to say to me. I'd never heard that shit, but it was perfect. It was a Henry Wadsworth Longfellow poem. And my grandmother used to say it all the time when I was a kid. And when she said that in this movie, I was fully in love with the movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, this, I shouldn't let my thoughts of one person affect my decision making when it comes to watching movie and tv i really like that you liked this movie and that you didn't like carry that through the whole movie no i let it go because this was so well done can you imagine if it was simon Pegg though completely different feel that character would have been different what the fuck does the key do frank you know watch it go to something that's like nothing you know what i mean like it's like a box from we need to get to like the third or fourth movie and the box finally gets opened and it's just fucking it's like a really old like can of coke or something (laughs) or it's another key oh that'd be really funny (laughs) you would have to get to that movie too yeah (laughs) you trip me up with that three or four movies deep and then are we going to do like a fucking like ruthless indie like Da Vinci Code Home Alone Die Hard? <laughs> I kind of hope we get two, you know, three to four of these movies. What did, did, Were they saying Brotherhood? Sorry, I forget. Yeah, they're the Aryan Brotherhood. But I mean, when they were like doing the chess thing and he was like for the. I think the tattoo on his hand had something to do with the tattoo on his chest and that it was some sort of. But when he would say we're doing it for, was it the Brotherhood? Shit, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about the white race. What if they weren't? What if there's like like an interdimensional thing? And inside the interdimension is Phil and Salmo from <laughs> Pan fucking Terra. You take this off! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker's so racist. I mean, you could guess it, but it's like, what you know, hearing those stories that we heard... I, I, I think it's really mostly that he's a dick. That's just, it makes it even worse. I, I think that some people are racist because they're a dick. You think? I think he's one of those. They just don't, the rage gets that out of control? Yeah, it's just the hate. You know, it's what else can I say that makes people upset? Well, I mean, we've seen Kevin James as a neo-Nazi now. Um, he won't be in the sequel. Unless the key does something to bring him back. Or it's the fucking Holy Grail? Yeah. We're going to see some fucking neo-Nazis melt? <sighs> Indiana Jones. There's going to be another Indiana Jones movie. You know there fucking is. When Harrison dies, they'll make another one. Well, I mean, they'll find some young buck to play Indiana Jones. At the right things are going. I I, I thought that would have been fine. They might not even. It could be 10, 20 years from now, but they'll do it. They'll dig it out. Timothy Chalamet is Indiana Jones. He was Willy Wonka. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.